Hi guys. Let freedom ring. I didn't know you were just gonna like hop right to recording. Well, yeah, that's what we're doing. Hi. <laughs> Hi. This is Dead Academy Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Fallon. That's Jacob. And this is our special Fourth of July. Boom. Episode. It's all about. Well, I shouldn't say it's all about freedom because nothing in this packet. Screams well, freedom. This weekend, we are taking some time away to do this episode because right now we're all about the boom booms. Boom booms. And we got a fuck ton. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so excited. Oh, man. Like, we're going to do some boom booms tonight, some boom booms tomorrow. tomorrow. We did boom booms last night, a couple weeks before that. Yeah. Yeah. Our neighbors are going to love us. It, yeah. Good times. Big party tomorrow. We have established that we're country. <laughs> we're country now. We're, yeah, we've uh, we are gone country. country. We do. I need to turn my phone off too. Um, yeah. How's your week been? It's been a short work week, so I'm happy. The sun's shining, no damn rain. It's hot as fuck. We got though. boom booms. I got beer. I got a vanilla coke. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been. It's been pretty good. Pretty good. Saw some fireworks. Saw a parade. I went to see Dave Matthews, which was awesome. If you guys haven't ever seen Dave Matthews Band live, I highly recommend it. He is incredible. But now that we're country, we, <laughs> yeah. don't, we don't listen to Dave. Yeah. I mean, I still listen to Dave. Gone country. Dave Band for life. Gone country, y'all. Y'all. We're going to do this in our country twang. Are you doing a story today? No, I got nothing. I've so been focused just, on boom boom. Just doing this? Yeah. Okay. I just Well, because yours is so long, this yeah. is why we didn't I did my story, which I already forgot what it was. Oh, it was the Carney Colt killer. Did we ask the question last week if they would open up a locked boarded up large hole in the ground? Yes. Okay. I'm <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let me see if I have any other notes that need to be addressed. Nope, just some bills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. We don't need to worry about that. It's just bills. And then I have so. my joke book lined up for later. Yeah, so you know what? We're getting more and more uh, followers. This is like, this is taking off. It's pretty is exciting. It? Thank you guys for listening. Oh, and then next week, uh, we're actually going to have a special guest on, Chad. What's up, Chad? Uh, we're going to do like a, um, like an alien UFO kind of extraterrestrial special because I've been watching, <clears throat> Ooh, just had pain. Or I, I have been watching, uh, on Netflix, the Bob Lazaro or Bob Lazar area 51 and spaceships documentary. Yeah. I, you haven't watched it yet, Michelle, but you need to, so we can be able to talk about it next Friday. But Chad has a super fucked up story. That is, I don't know. It's just, sorry. Chad's not a bullshitter, but this is a crazy story. I can only, you gave me this joke book and I just, the first one I have to. I'm trying to talk about aliens and you want to talk about, go ahead. I got it. Go ahead. It's a knock, knock joke. Okay. So knock, knock. Who's there? D. (laughs) Is it D's nuts? (laughs) D who? I want to say D's nuts, (laughs) but their answer is not. It's D cake is in D oven. Cake is in the oven. 
<laughs> you cut me off talking about aliens for that. <laughs> Do another one. Well, I saw D and it's, it has to say D's nuts and it awful. doesn't. It's a knock-knock joke book for kids. <laughs> yeah, well, I I have a video of read, your kids saying Read this one right nuts. here. There. Knock-knock. <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> Claws. Like claws. 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 Like claws. Yeah. Yeah. Claws who? Claws the window. It's cold in here. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm putting it away. Fucking I'm putting stupid. it away. I still like my deaf chicken or deaf guy on the chicken joke. I thought that was great. I'm more of a with the cat jokes. Well, anyway, back. If, if <laughs> Sorry, you guys. Are guys. Into, like aliens, conspiracy theory, like Area 51, spaceships, UFOs, all that shit. If you want to. Hear more about that, what we have to say about it. Quit fucking kicking me. We're going to be talking about that next week with our special guest, Chad. There we go. Yeah. And now I'm good. Yeah. I'm in a rocking chair. I'm all stretched out. Yeah, I got my vanilla Coke. I got my pen. I got a bunch of stuff in front of me. Should I just go? It's a long one, so I suggest you just hurry this shit up because I want to go light off some boom booms. That's right. Okay. Well, I'll go through it as fast as I can. So my story today... Um, is about the toy box killers David Parker Ray and Cindy Hendy. Uh, a stupid name, terrible name. Oh, and Cindy she's a Hindi. fucking piece of shit. Like he's already a piece of shit for what he's done. But oh yeah, yeah, I know about toy box oh killers. This is not a good story. So people listening, here's what I'm here's how also, I'm going to handle this. Yeah, before we get in, Reagan, you do not listen oh, to this right. episode. You yeah. don't listen. If you're listening, this is about where you stop. Yes, you should stop listening right now, Reagan. Uh, people listening, if you have like sensitive friends in the car or children in the car, go ahead and stop now and pick up later because um, this is a... I'm basically going to tell you a quick story about these people, their background, and then I'm going to read a transcript from a torture tape that... he Or a pre, pre-torture tape, right? It was after the fact. So after this guy would kidnap these women, tie this them up. This is like his, part of his confession and stuff. Yeah. Well, no, this was a, a thing directly. They would get kidnapped. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but it came out after right, right. the fact. Right. So basically these women would wake up um, tied to this gynecologist table, and then this this tape would be playing for them to listen to. And that's what I'm going to be reading in a minute. Is and it's exactly, very graphic. It's very disturbing. It's nasty. And this is not suitable for... <laughs> Younger people like Reagan. Reagan, stop listening now. <laughs> and even if you we, just we don't you like lie. all the gory details, this story is not for you either. Yeah. So go ahead and skip it if you want to. But those of you who are like interested in this kind of fucked up shit. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So David Parker Ray was born November 6, 1939. He was also known as a toy box killer. He was an American suspected serial killer and known torturer of women, though no body. This is important. Though no bodies were ever found. Mm-hmm. Okay, they never found any of his, any of these bodies. He was accused by his accomplices of killing several people and suspected by the police to have murdered as many as sixty people from Arizona and New Mexico while living in. I don't know if this is Elephant Butt or Elephant Buddy. Butte. Or Butte. Okay, Elephant Butte, New Mexico. That looks like butt. I know it looks like a butt, but I'm pretty sure it's Butte. Butte Elephant Butte. I didn't say Elephant Butt. It's a Elephant Butt, New Mexico. What a Butte, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Which is approximately <laughs> seven miles fucking north of Truth or Consequences. 
Which was not the name of that place. It, I forget what it was They before. changed it. Yeah. You know why they changed it? Because of this? No. No? Because of a game show. Really? What Correct me show? if I'm wrong, people. But I forget the name of the show and the host of it, but he said that he would, they'd give a shout out or they'd film there or something for the first city that changed their name to Truth or Consequences. So the name of the show was Truth or Consequences. Oh, okay. And the host said, whoever, whatever city changed their name to this is where we will film or they will get money or something. Little fun fact about Truth or Consequences. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, that was weak. I know that was. So, I'm just. I'm trying to be polite for the people weak. listening. Um. So this guy, you guys have probably heard of him, or if you haven't, if the name David Parker Ray doesn't ring a bell, he was the guy that soundproofed a truck trailer that he called his toy box, and he equipped it with items used for sexual torture, and he lived like in the trailer park or this trailer park area. But it was he had well, he had like, a house, and it was a dingy fucking house like it was rough but his chamber he i don't know if you have his details so I'm, sorry yeah. if i'm telling no, you no, 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 part fine. of your story but he pumped in over a hundred grand mm-hmm. on the trailer the to make trailer. it yeah to make it exactly mm-hmm. what he wanted it has every torture device imaginable for him to get his rocks off with this so yeah sick. he has this like super nice fucking trailer next to this piece of shit house house but he didn't live in a trailer park. He actually had a lot of land. That's why that, the main yeah. reason why he can get away with what he did because it's so much land. He had he had a decent amount of land, but the shit that was around him was all abandoned land. Like there was an abandoned farmhouse. There was a there was no neighbors. Oh, it's so, so creepy just to think like yeah, you and I probably would have went right through all those abandoned places, and he could have been one been of them. the last one that we ever fucking went through. Yeah, this guy's. Oh, but sorry, story. I'll let you go. No, ahead no, no, continue. you're fine. I didn't know. I knew something about that. I kind of forgot about the house, though. Um, so, in 2011, he was convicted of kidnapping and torture, for which he received a lengthy sentence but was never convicted of murder. Uh, fast forward a whole lot of shit. He died of a heart attack about one year after his convictions in two cases, the second one which resulted in a plea deal. So, he he's dead. Yeah. Which is good. Um, but Cindy Hendy is still alive. And not only is she alive, she's either out right now or about to get out. Yeah. And you just I read that. wait until you hear the shit that she partook in. But she's, yeah, she she's fucked up. Oh, yeah. She was a fucked up individual before she met him. Right. Like, she's I done her think... own mess of some serious, is sketchy she? shit. And well, then I, I think it's what attracted gonna... to her. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. I don't think, when you're able to, like, partake in... The shit that we're about to read, there's no way you can. Uh, some years in prison is gonna take that out of you. Like I just feel like you're 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 born defected. Like yeah. you can't fix that. I forget where he met her, but I, it was like jail, or she just got out of jail, or it was like a psych ward. Or he met her in a fucked up place, mm-hmm. and they they just clicked because they're two psychopaths. So yeah, she, yeah, she should be. Her getting out should never happen. No, someone, Should never fucking somebody happen. needs to whoop her ass. Oh, yeah. Whoop. Whoop that ass. All right, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. During his childhood, Ray and his younger sister Peggy lived with their disciplinarian grandfather. He was sporadically visited by a violent alcoholic father who would supply him with magazines depicting sadomasochistic pornography. At Mountaineer High School in Mountaineer, New Mexico, he was also bullied by his peers for his shyness around girls. It's like, that sucks. He was, he was bullied. No excuse, though. No excuse. 
mean, maybe a little bit Look, of like Look, I will stimming. never say anything nice about this man. Oh. Or her. Neither will I. I do not feel pity on either one of them. And I hope that he died a miserable fucking death. And I hope that she does too. Whenever it happens. I agree. I don't feel bad for him in any way knowing what I know now. But I'm saying being bullied, like that had to have, I don't know, ignited something in him. Look, I'm a ginger with the last name Bush. <laughs> she got the fire down below. <laughs> uh, Ray sexually tortured and presumably, presumably blah, blah, killed his victims using whips, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, leg spreader bars, surgical blades, and saws. It was thought that he terrorized many women with these tools for many years while living in New Mexico with the added assistance of multi multiple accomplices, allegedly including several of the women he was dating. Inside the torture room, it was also called, I think it was like the devil's den, um, along with numerous sex toys, torture implements, syringes, and detailed diagrams showing different methods and techniques for inflicting pain. There was a homemade electrical generator that was used for torture. A mirror was a mirror was mounted in the ceiling above the gynecologist type table upon which he would strap his victims down to. Ray would also put his victims in wooden contraptions that bent them over and immobilized them while he had his dogs and sometimes other friends rape them. <sighs> so he Yep. Is, yep. Dog he would sometimes I just lost my spot. Uh, he had he's been said to have wanted his victims to see everything he was doing to them during their torture sessions. Ray would often have a recorded audio tape of himself played for his victims whenever they regained conscience, consciousness. Ray, po I can't fucking talk today. Ray posed as an undercover police. Oh. Do you want me to read no. it for you? He, he, <laughs> he pretended to be a cop and then he came up on a uh, lady named Cynthia Vigil in a parking lot. He told her she was under arrest for solici solicitation of sex work, which she was a prostitute but a sex worker. So he handcuffed her. He put her in his trailer and took her to elephant butt. <laughs> After three days of, cap of captivity, Vigil, is so she escaped from his trailer on March 22nd, 1999. And how she did the escape was she waited until Ray went to work and managed to get the keys to unlock her change that Ray's accomplice, Cindy Hendy, had left on a nearby table while Hendy was in another room on the phone. After... Vigil got the keys. Cindy Hindi noticed Vigil's attempt to escape and a fight ensued. During the struggle, Hindi broke a lamp over the victim's head, but Vigil managed to unlock her chains and, <laughs> this is where it gets crazy, stab that bitch in the neck with an ice pick. Yeah. Yeah. She deserves it. Go I would have, man, I would have shanked the fuck out of oh, her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hindi fell to the floor and Vigil escaped. Vigil ran, she ran away naked, wearing only an iron slave collar and padlock chains. Once she escaped, she ran down the road seeking help, later getting assistance from a nearby homeowner. The homeowner took her in, comforted her, and called the police. Her escape finally led officials to the trailer and capture of Ray and his accomplices. <clears throat> you know what's fucked up? is like, I have this movie. <coughs> um, yeah. I love watching just obscure, underground, weird movies. Oh, yeah. And this is like a thing for being, I'll, I'll name drop Brad. Hey, Brad. Because I know Brad's listening. But yeah, me and Brad. have got that affection erection. Yeah. We love trying to find these movies. Well, we both own this movie. I, actually, I bought it for him for his birthday. And I had to buy myself a copy. But it's called The Bunny Game. Mm -hmm. It's not based off The Toy Box Killer. But when I watch that movie, it kind of reminds me of this story. Okay. It's a truck driver. 
So it's a legit semi-trailer that he picks up this... Oh, I can't remember. I don't think she's a sex worker, but she's definitely... I think she's definitely a druggie. Mm-hmm. And he... Maybe she's hitchhiking or something. He, he gets her. But he just does crazy weird shit in the back of his trailer. And he's out in the middle of nowhere, like the desert and stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. he would... But he... It's very... It's very similar. The bunny to game? The bunny game. Let's write this down so you can do a thing about it's it next It's definitely time. an obscure, weird movie. Even when you watch it, you feel weird watching it, how they filmed it. It's like, uh... Oh, Is there know. something I could, like, would I be able to handle it? I don't know if you'll like it. It's filmed weird. It's filmed like it's sped up. Like, you're on oh. speed. And you're watching oh, it. so it's, it's like, like fun? Yeah, but how like Spun that. has those moments where they get high, like, and everything goes yeah. fast. Or like Requiem this, for a Dream. The way they film it, it's so odd. I have never seen a movie like it. Okay. How it's filmed. I think it's like, I can't, most of it's in black and white. That's pretty cool. It's fucking, it's out there. Brad okay. knows what I'm talking about. It's fucking weird. It's crazy. The but it, game. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the story minus, uh, I mean, the Toy Box Killer did all of his solely based on sex. Mm-hmm. I don't think this this guy was just sadistic and just wanted to fuck with people. So, I don't know if his was purely for sex. Like, right. this dude. But, it, they have similar aspects. And it's just him. Like, he didn't have Cindy Hindi. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. I was just writing down something so I wouldn't forget to just literally say it right now. <laughs> that's how my brain works. <laughs> Um, you mentioned semi truck driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys want to see an awesome documentary or docu series, ah, it's on uh, Prime. It's called Killing Season. You should I've heard watch of it. it. I heard it's really good. It's fucking amazing. Well, a whole bunch of shit happened, but one of the facts I learned from watching that is right now, just in America alone, there are 265 active semi truck serial killers. The majority of serial killers in this country are semi-truck drivers. Well, you have to think. These are road drivers. And that's right now. So, like, you know, every time we go down the highway and we're, like, you know, pulling mm-hmm. our hand down to get a honk honk, like, he could have... Candy cane. Candy cane. Yeah. I mean, well, they're... That's scary. I don't... Look, I, I'm not bashing anybody that's a truck driver right now. I'm not either. They would be... Like, it's the easiest job to have to be a killer because, especially when you're over the road driver, you're constantly going from state to state. And there's a lot of fucking law enforcement that doesn't communicate with the other states. Yeah. So it's harder to catch them. Well, a lot of people that go missing are sex workers and they people don't know they're gone because they travel so much. Yeah. So but No, I'm just, if you do drive a semi-truck, just be careful because there are 265 current and active serial killers that drive semi-trucks right now. Yeah. So just beware your surroundings. Look out for the ladies that, you know, are right, about I mean, it, Or if you're the killer, stop fucking doing it. We don't need that. You don't, yeah, don't do that. Don't be stop a, it. Don't be a killer. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so he gets arrested. After her escape, the police apprehend Ray and Hindi, and Ray was arrested. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay, so after the publicity surrounding the arrest, another victim, Angelica Montano, she came forward. She told a similar story and said that she had reported the incident to police, but there had never been a follow-up because she was a sex worker. Yeah. 
I so. hate I hate the fact that there's just high risk people out there. Yeah. People are people. God damn it. Like it doesn't matter what you do to make your money. It's your business. Mind your fucking business. You're still a human being. <laughs> Deb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just why not do the follow-up just because they're a sex worker? That pisses me off to no extent. Like, I mean, easy target. I hate to say it, but... Well, yeah, they're high risk because it's easy target, but the law enforcement are just like... I uh, don't care. Whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like, no, not whatever. Mm-hmm. Do your fucking job. You know, Cleveland's really bad for that, too. Mm-hmm. Cleveland, like, Ohio is number four as far as, like, human trafficking and, like, sex workers coming up yeah. dead. And... This is Ohio, but when you find out what part of Ohio, it's Cleveland. Um, so, okay, so when she was 22, Ray abducted her. That oh, we're, we're talking about... Uh, Angela something? No, we're talking about um, Cynthia Vigil. Oh. She was 22 when Ray abducted her in March of 99. Ray and Hindi tortured her for three days, and then she escaped on the 22nd of March. Running naked... I don't know why I put seven. That's a typo. Running naked, bloody naked, down a desert road. Collar and chain slammed to her. No one stopped to help her at first. Her life after the crime has been nothing short of a nightmare. After escaping the devil's den, she and her three children moved from an apartment to apartment to another apartment, finally residing in, a, in local hotels. On May 25th of 2016, a fire swept through the motel where she and her family was staying and destroyed all of the family possessions, leaving them homeless once again. That is terrible. Well, if you thought that was bad, the next day, on May 26th, Cynthia's 15-year-old son, Ruben, died from a gunshot wound to the head. Oh, hours, Right. Hours after Ruben's death, her middle child, Matthew, was arrested and charged with murder and auto theft at the age of 14. Oh, my God. His car theft and murder of an older man by running him over were captured on surveillance tape. She so she's been through some shit. catch a break. She, I felt terrible. Yeah. She went through all that, then her son... Shot and killed in the head. Her other son, 14, is in prison for murder. And then she has a young, like her, I think he's like a, he's probably like five or six years old now. Like another little boy. That's all she has. That's it. She's got a, I mean, do you know how strong of a human being you have to be to get through even just even one, one of, those of those things? things. Yeah. Oh so God. right now, Hindi is awaiting release from prison. And any day now in the recent interview, she has shown no remorse for her yeah, actions fuck of her. the victims. Fuck you, Cindy Hindi. Right. I was... <laughs> right. <laughs> I, she had said in an interview to Dr. Michael Stone, quote, I don't see what she, talking about Cynthia Vigil, was overreacting about. It's not like we beat her to a bloody pulp. It wasn't like that. It was all Ray's idea. I just stayed because I was curious. How about... When you get out, we strap you down and fucking hog tie you, and I shove something straight up your ass and see how you feel. You can about shove it. some shove some uh, Roman candles right up her cooter. I'm looking <laughs> at a bunch of boom booms right now. Um, that's not a threat. No, no one no, turned that no, in. No, I'm not I mean, threatening just, to hurt anyone. It's just like it we're really. Just playing. Come on, now. Yeah. y'all know that. We're just, just we're just, just playing. Just joshing. We're just joshing. Okay, so warning. I, look, I damn it. I think I've. Said too much today. You're fine. It's all that rebel. So this is where the other warning. If you have still decided to listen, Reagan, this is where you do need to, for real, like stop listening. So warning: extremely graphic and sexual content. If you are offended by the deviant sex acts, practices, sexual sexual slang, sexual violence, or regular violence, please do not continue to listen for the rest of this episode. Warning. Warning. 
Warning. For real. Just the last warning. If you're ready willing to listen, here we fucking I've already go. read these transcripts, and I'll tell you, there's a lot of things that I can watch and read and listen to. And this is some, <clears throat> this is some very graphic, disturbing, fucked up shit from a mind of someone that needs that. I mean, it's a good thing he's dead right. because this is bad. But I mean, if you want the gory it's details, bad long. But I'm gonna read word for word the exact transcript of what the tape was. So imagine. Okay, well, hold on the. These are the transcripts of the advisory message that, that was tape recorded by David Ray Parker on July 3rd, 1993, and was played to his captives as they awoke in the toy box trailer. So, close your eyes for a second. You... Yeah, I don't want to put myself there. Wake up. You are butt naked. Your ankles are tied and strapped down. Your wrists are tied and strapped down. Your legs are completely spread open. <clears throat> and you're in this trailer. There's no way for you to get out. And then all of a sudden, you hear this. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared, too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. And I'm going to tell you in detail why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here. I don't know the details of your capture because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993 as a general advisory tape for my future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with the captives over a period of several years. If, at any future date, there are any major changes in our, in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Now, you're obviously here against your will, totally helpless, don't know where you're at, and don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose and know that you can't. Now you're just going to wait and see what's going to happen next. You probably think there's, you probably think you're going to be raped. Ugh. And you're fucking sure right about that. Our primary interest is what, fuck, sorry. Our primary interest is in what you've got between your legs. You've been, you will be raped thoroughly and repeatedly in every hole you've got. Because basically you've been snatched and brought here for us to train and use as a sex slave. Kind of. Some kind of far out? Well, I suppose it is to the uninitiated, but we do it all the time. It's going to take a lot of adjustment on your part, and you're not going to like it a fucking bit. But I don't give a big rat's ass about that. It's not like you're going to have any choice about the matter. You've been taken by force, and you're going to be kept and used by force. What all, that ma what all this matters to is that you're going to be kept naked and chained up like an animal to be used and abused anytime we want to, anytime in any way that we want to. And you might as well start getting used to it because you're going to be here, you're going to be kept here and used until such time as we get tired of fucking around with you. And we will eventually in a month or two, maybe three. It's no big deal, really. My lady friend and I have been keeping sex slaves for years. We both have kinky hangups involving rape, dungeons, games, etc. We found that it is extremely convenient to keep one or two females captives available constantly to uh, satisfy our particular needs. We are very selective when we snatch a girl to use for these purposes. It goes without saying that you have a fine body and you're probably young, maybe very young, because for our purposes, we prefer to snatch girls in their early to mid-teens, sexually developed, but still small-bodied, scared shitless, easy to handle and to train, and they usually have tight little pussies and assholes. They make perfect slaves. Anytime that we want to go on a hunting trip, if we can't find a little teenager, we just start hitting the gay bars looking for a well-bit, big-titted lesbian. 
I thoroughly enjoy raping and screwing around with the lesbians, and there's not as much danger in them carrying a sexually transmitted disease. And I don't like using condoms. Also, even though they're a little older, unless they've been playing with dildos a lot, they still have tight holes between their legs. I really do like the younger girls. If we can't find a lesbian that we want, we snatch anything that is young, clean, and well-built. We very seldom come back empty-handed, because there's plenty of bitches out there to choose from. And, with a little practice and deception, most of them is very easy to get, with very little risk. At this point, it makes little difference to what category you're going to fall into. You're here, and we're going to make the most of it. You're going to be kept in a hidden slave room. It is, really, it is relatively soundproof, escape-proof, and going to be kept in a uh, sorry, and it is completely stocked with devices and equipment used to satisfy our sexual fetishes and deviations. There may or may not be another girl in the room with you. Occasionally, for variety, we like to keep those two slaves at the same time. In either case, as the new girl, you'll definitely be getting the most attention for a while. Now, <clears throat> as I said earlier, you're going to be kept like an animal. I guess I've been doing this too long. I've been raping bitches ever since I was old enough to jerk off and tie little girls' hands behind their backs. As far as I'm concerned, you're a pretty piece of meat to be used and exploited. I don't give a flying fuck about you or your mind or how you feel about the situation. You may be married, have a kid or two, boyfriend, girlfriend, job, car payment, fuck it. I don't give rat's ass about any of that, and I don't want to hear about it. It's something you're going to have to deal with after you're turned loose. I make it a point to never... I make it a point never to like a slave, and I fucking sure don't have any respect for you. Here, your status is no more than that of the dogs or one of the animals out in the barn. Your only value to us is the fact that you have an attractive, usable body, and, like the rest of our animals, you will be fed and watered, kept in good physical, con physical condition, kept reasonably clean and allowed to use the toilet when necessary. In return, you're going to be used hard, especially during your first few days while you're new and fresh. You're going to be kept chained in a variety of different positions, usually with your hands or knees forced wide apart. So that was the first oh, part. Oh, I am so fucking disgusted. Like, I'm just... Just hold on. Like, okay. before you go into any more of it, I can't... Sorry I screwed up words, but I look, a lot of them. This is... This is my third time hearing this. Yeah. There's actually more. I've heard more on this one than I've heard and read. Oh, yeah. Own. I got the whole thing. So, it's just, mm, that people out there actually exist like this is so fucking disgusting mm -hmm. to me. Oh, yeah. And it's, I can't, I, to be honest, I don't know why I'm talking, because I really am at a loss for words, because it's so, it's absolutely. Just, this is just the introduction. I know, it. it's gut-wrenching. I know it's going to get worse, and it is going to get worse. <clears throat> like, it's going to get, get a lot worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> but, this is bad. Well, this, just, is, this is part two. Just go ahead. Let's just get this over Part with. two. Which is still side one of the of the tape. This is a two-tape thing. Mm -hmm. side, or part two. All right. Your pussy and asshole is going to get a real workout, especially your asshole because I'm into animal sex. Also, both of those holes are going to be subjected to a lot of use with some rather large dildos, among other things. And it goes without saying that there's going to be a lot of oral sex. On numerous occasions, you're going to be forced to suck cock and eat pussy till your jaws ache and your tongue is sore. You may not like it, but you're sure going to fucking do it, and that's the easy part. Our fetishes and hang-ups include stringent bondage, dungeon games, a little sadism, nothing serious, but uncomfortable and sometimes painful. Just a few little hang-ups that I like to use when I'm, when we're, just a few little hang-ups that we like to use when we're getting off on a bitch. Hey, hey. It just says, hey, hey. <laughs>
If you're a young teeny bopper and ignorant about fetishes and deviations, you're about to get an enlightening crash course in sex. Who knows? You may like some of it. It happens occasionally. If we want to take the long, if we want to take the time and trouble, even under these conditions, most bitches can be brought to orgasm. That's. I fucking doubt it. Anyway, well, I mean, unfortunately, it's it is true. I'm gonna read it like this. Okay. Now I've already told you that you're going to be here a month or two, or maybe three, if you keep us turned on. If it's up to my lady, we'll keep you indefinitely. She says it's just as much fun and less risky, but personally, I like variety. A fresh pussy now and then to play with. We take four or five different girls each year, depending on our urges and sometimes accidental encounters. Basically, I guess we're like predators. We're always looking. Occasionally, some sweet little thing will be, will be broke down on the side of the road, walking, bicycling, jogging. Anytime an opportunity like that presents itself, and it's not too risky, we'll go ahead and grab her. Even if we've already got a captive in the playroom, variety is definitely the spice of life. Now, if I'm sure, now I'm sure that you're a great little piece of ass, and you're going to be a lot of fun to play with, but I will get tired of you eventually. If I killed every bitch that we kidnapped, there'd be bodies strung all over the country. And besides, I don't like killing a girl, unless, I absolute, unless it's absolutely necessary. So, I've devised a safe alternative method of disposal. I had plenty of bitches to practice with over the years, so I've gotten pretty I got it pretty well down pat, and I enjoy doing it. I get off on mind games. After we get completely through with you, you're gonna be drugged up real heavy with a combination of sodium pentanol and phenobarbital. They are both hypnotic drugs that will make you extremely susceptible to hypnosis, audio hypnosis, and hypnotic suggestion. You're gonna be kept drugged up a couple of days while I play with your mind. By the time I get through brainwashing you, you're not going to remember a fucking thing about this little adventure. You won't remember this place, us, or what has happened to you. There won't be any DNA evidence because you'll be bathed and butt, and both holes between your legs will be thoroughly flushed out. You'll be dressed, sedated, and turned loose on some country road, bruised, sore all over, but nothing that won't heal up in a week or two. The thought of being brainwashed may not be appealing to you, but we've been doing it a long time and it works. And it's the lesser of the two evils. I'm sure you'd prefer that in lieu of being strangled or having your, cut, your throat cut. Okay, undoubtedly, somebody's going to be looking for you. There may or may not be a missing persons report, but nobody's going to be looking for you here. They don't have any idea where you're at. You don't even know where you're at. We're always very careful about that. They are not going to be trying to be any knights in shining armor coming to rescue you. You are strictly on your own and under the circumstances. I bet that this is a scary thought. If there is another girl in the room, she won't be able to help you either because she's going to be in the same position you're in. As for escaping, I'm sure you'll try to figure out a way. That's human nature. But it's not hardly even worth talking about here. It would not be prudent on our part to have you running around in the woods screaming rape. It would be an embarrassment to say the least. Consequently, you are going to be kept in the environment that is even more secure than a prison cell. If it has not already been done, very shortly a steel collar is going to be padlocked around your neck. It has a very long, heavy chain that is padlocked to a ring in the middle of the floor. The collar will be removed, and the collar will never be removed until you are turned loose. It has a permanent fixture on your body. The hidden playroom where you're going to be kept has steel walls, floor, and ceiling. It is virtually soundproof and has a steel door with two key two keyed locks. The hinges are welded on, and there are two heavy deadbolts on the outside. The room is totally escape-proof, even with tools. Anytime that you are left unattended in the room, your wrists will be chained and there will be electronic sensors to uh, let's, let us know if you move around too much. And if that's not enough, there is a closed-circuit TV system with a surveillance camera. It is wired to the main TV in the living room so we can check you out once in a while or just sit and watch you for the fun of it. Electronics is a wonderful thing. Expensive, but hell, everything in this room is expensive and damn well worth it. 
If everybody knew how much fun it was to keep a sex slave, half the women would be chained up in someone's basement. No, they wouldn't. Because not everyone is not a everybody's, sick, yeah. sadistic piece of fucking shit. Yeah. God, I hate this guy. I know. I hate this guy. I hate, I hate them both. All right, well, this is part three. <clears throat> Actually, I'm going to get a drink of my drink. You know, and just hearing us eat, when you're reading this transcript, it's we, 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 we. As in, the other person is about to get released. Yep. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's hard to charge him with murder and keep him in there forever because you can't find a fucking body. Like, I get it, but I wonder Jesus, if I, Okay, man. yeah. The, so this next part, I have two written warnings on the top. Like, this is where it gets really bad. As if it hasn't already been bad. Yeah, this, this whole... is This is, this is just, ugh. This is wild. Okay. Part three. Anyway, we've had a lot of practice at this, and uh, we're not real concerned about how about you escaping. You're fucking sure not going to go anywhere. Now, if you're not already naked, you soon will be. Your clothing will be bagged up and saved until such time as we have decided to turn you loose. As far as being naked goes, you might as well get used to it. For what you're going to be used for, clothing will be just in the way. Besides, I like watching a naked woman's body, all of it, whether it be in a room or near the TV set, or on the TV set. As I've already said, you'll be fed and watered on a regular fucking A, man. Fed and watered on a regular basis. Like a fucking animal. Mm-hmm. Okay, not as, mu- not as much of either as you're used to, I'm sure, but enough to keep you healthy. You'll only be fed once a day like the rest of the animals. And during the first few days until you adjust to it and your stomach shrinks up, you're going to feel a little weak and you'll be hungry all the time. It won't take long, three or four days. And during the first few days until you adjust to the environment, I prefer to keep you in a weakened condition anyway. Now that you already know that you've been kidnapped and brought to here for us, brought here for us to train and use as a sex slave, I realize that being abducted and being forced into sexual slavery is a hard pill to swallow. Some girls really have a lot of trouble with it, and I'm sure that you will, at least to a certain extent. But face it, you can't get away. You can't say no. You're going to be naked all the time. You won't be able to struggle or resist. You're going to have to lay there and take it, good or bad, no matter what is being done to you. A scary thought? Yes, but there are no options. Nothing you can say or do will change the fact that it's going to happen. Many girls beg and plead. Almost almost all of them cry a lot, especially during the first three or four days. And some of them scream and threaten us. But I have a poster on the wall in the playroom that says it all. If they're worth taking, they're worth keeping. And I'm going to tell you, just so you know, since you are being kept here against your will, we will never trust anything that you say, do, or promise us. You are a potential threat to us, and you always will be treated as such. On numerous occasions, bitches have told me that they'd do anything I wanted them to do if I just take the chains off. I've been offered ransom money, and I've, been, and I've had girls tell me they liked it. Tell me that they liked it. Oh, okay, I see what he means. Yeah. But I like to use the chains. Money's not that important, and masochists are rare as hell. Ha ha. I wonder what your scam's going to be. Not anything that I haven't heard before. I bet if you get a chance to talk at all. Well, let's change the subject a little bit. You already know that for the most part, you're going to be kept in the playroom. But mm. but once in a while, we like to take a captive into the bedroom and chains, of course. Also, we have a couple of really close friends that will party with us once in a while. They know about our hangups and don't have any problem with fucking a slave. You may, be requ- you may be required to service them occasionally, but that's an easy one for the most part, just fucking and sucking. They don't get into the heavier stuff. However, when we have a party, sometimes I like to put on a little show that you won't like at all. 
You'll be taken into the living room and put on the floor with your hands and knees, put on the floor on your hands and knees naked. Your wrists, ankles, knees, and hips will be strapped to a metal frame to hold your body in that position. The frame is designed for doggy fucking, so your ass will be up in the air, sex organs exposed, your tits hanging down on each side of the metal support bar, knees spread about 12 inches apart, positioned similar to that of a bitch dog in heat right in the middle of the floor so we can sit on the couch and chairs and watch. I'm going to rub canine breeders musk on your back, the back of your neck, and on your sex organs. Now, I have three dogs. All of them's male because I don't need any fucking pups. One of them is a very large German Shepherd that is always horny, and he loves it when I bring him in the house to fuck a woman. After I let him in the house, he'll yeah. After I let him in the house, he'll sniff around you a little bit. Within a minute, he'll be mounting you. There's about a 50-50 chance which hole he'll get his penis into, but it doesn't seem to bother him whether it's the pussy or the asshole. His penis is pretty thin. It goes in easy, but it's about 10 inches long, and when he gets completely excited, it gets a hell of a knot right in the middle of it. Now, I've had slaves tell me that it feels like they've got a baseball inside of them. It doesn't take it doesn't take him long. He's going to hump you real fast for about three or four minutes. And while he's doing it, he'll wrap his front legs around your chest to hold himself in position. And in the process, he'll probably scratch your tits up a little bit with his claws. After he gets through, he usually just turns around and tries to pull out. Oh, he'll jerk a little. Not much. Mostly just steady pressure. And I've timed it. The knot will usually shrink up enough to come out of your pussy in about three minutes. If he's in your asshole, it'll take about five. I don't use a dog all that often, but I don't deprive him of pussy either. There's no doubt that he's going to be on you a few times while you're here because I like watching it. And at any time it's just you, me, and the dog, it will always be in your butt. The dog knot, the dog knot on his penis is big and extremely uncomfortable when he's uh, pushing it back and forth way up in her anus. I really enjoy watching a girl wiggle, jerk, and squirm while he's doing it. Consequently, I give him a little uh, assistance getting it in the right hole. Now, if you think all this stuff is sick and depraved, you haven't seen anything yet. This is a different world. Among our small circle of friends, little things like rape, kidnapping, doggy fuck, and stuff like that are everyday occurrences. Matter of course. Here, anything can happen often does. We like living in the mountains because it's quiet, secluded, private, and everybody minds their own damn business. The only close house belongs to our the only close house belongs to our friends and they don't hear or see anything. Okay, let's talk about uh, your training, the rules and the punishment here. You are a slave and our and discipline is extremely strict. You're going to be given a set of rules, things you can and cannot do, and you will learn to complete to comply because each time you violate a rule, you will be punished. As soon as each rule is told to you, it will become law as far as you're concerned. And you know it's going to happen every time you fuck up. We'll, we'll use a couple methods of punishment. A whip is an excellent training aid. So is an electroshock machine. Anytime you get out of line, one or both of one or both will be used on your body, and I can assure you it will not be pleasant. There, there is not many rules, and they're very easy to remember. But you're going to make mistakes. Every slave does. I don't like repeat offenders. It gets me very upset. During the first few hours, the first time you violate a certain rule, this is where it says the tape recording skips here, a teaching process. The second time you violate the same rule, you'll be lightly punished. And the third time you violate it, it's going to be full punishment. After the first day, we won't cut you any slack at all. We will expect total obedience. Now let's start this off right. You are a slave. You don't realize it yet, but you will eventually. I am your master and the lady is your mistress. You will be totally docile. You'll be very quiet and you'll speak only when spoken to. Never initiate conversation and keep your mouth shut. Anytime that you are spoken to, you will be, you will be required to respond 
and it will be with proper speech. Remember that we are in the dungeon game, and as long as you're here, that is the only game in town. Anytime that you are asked a question where a yes or no answer is required, you will respond by saying, yes, master, no mistress, no master, etc. You will show proper, you will show proper respect. Having to use the word master or mistress may sound funny, petty, or vain to you, but that's all right. If you choose not to do it, you can laugh while you're being whipped or when your body is convulsing under the electroshock machine. You will respond to commands without protest or resistance. Do exactly what you're told, nothing else. Remember that you are a slave and failure to respond to a command will definitely get you in trouble. If I decide to rape you in your pussy or in your asshole, don't resist or struggle. When I tell you to spread your legs or to pull them back, you say yes, master, and obey the command because if you do anything else, less will get you beaten. If I tell you I want to be sucked off, you say yes, master, and open your mouth. I love oral sex. If it's done right, you're going to be taught exactly the way I like it. That was part three. How many more parts are there? Um, <laughs> this is a lot. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, so, I don't know. Keep talking about something. I, I have one, one two, I... fuck. Like, oh my. There's like six more pages. Wow. We're already more than halfway through it. Because, uh, just keep, you I don't, don't I don't. You want me to stop? No, keep going. I just don't have, I don't have anything to say. Because there's a lot. So I'm just going to let you just <clears> go ahead and get it out of the way, and then I have some things at the end. Okay. <laughs> Part four. This is still on the first side of the tape. Here we go. How to use your lips and tongue. We'll be practicing a lot, and each time when I get ready to come, I'm going to push my penis down your throat and keep it there until I get through squirting. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to choke you, but you need to learn to hold your breath and to swallow every bit of the sperm. If I see one drop leaking out of your mouth, I'm going to punish you. Basically, it's going to be the same with your mistress. If she demands oral sex, you say, yes, mistress, and respond. She will also teach you exactly the way she likes it. And you will keep using your tongue on her pussy until she gets off. Now, I can't foresee what kind of bitch you're going to be, how you feel about oral sex or any of that shit. But I am going to tell you this. If, during oral sex or any other time, you should bite one of us, I'm going to cut on you a little bit. I'll cut your nipple off for starter, and if it's a bad bite, I'll cut your tit off too. That may sound harsh, but your teeth are serious weapons, and we're not going to tolerate any shit from you. I have been bitten, and I've cut off nipples, so don't fuck around with me. That's enough said about that. Remember the commands? Yes, master. No, mistress. If your mistress should come into the room and tells you to get down on the floor or lay down on the floor, you say, yes, mistress, and then you lay down on the floor exactly the way she told you to do it. If she tells you to pull your knees up, you say, yes, mistress, and you pull your knees up. If she tells you to spread your knees, you say, yes, mistress, and you spread them. You spread them wide apart and you hold them there so she can play with your pussy, use dildos, or whatever. A slave must always be, but a slave must always obey every command and offer no resistance. Remember that. Never say no unless it's justified, like in response to a question. If either one or both of us decides to put you in a different bondage, bondage position, the chains will be taken off the various parts of your body, wrists, and ankles, but never off of your neck. Don't kick, struggle, or resist in any way. If you do, you're going to be in a world of hurt. If you're told to hold your leg out so a chain can be attached to your ankle, you say yes, master, or yes, mistress, and you hold your leg out. For repeated rule violators, the punishments are eventually going to become very harsh and brutal, and you won't have anyone to blame but yourself. Now, I should also tell you that there's going to be times when the whip and electroshock is used for punishment, but for our pleasure. The difference will be that when it's done for pleasure, the whip strokes will be much lighter. They'll sting like hell, but they won't have that burning sensation and leave welts that hurt for hours. 
As for the electric shock machine, the voltage will be turned down. It won't be that harsh elect it won't be that harsh electricity that uh, makes your body convulse and jerk all over the table. You haven't experienced any of that yet, but I'm sure that you will. To avoid these punishments, you're going to have to be very quiet, very docile, and very obedient. And I imagine that's going to be very hard for you to do. You'll probably try us out a few times to see if this is real. Because most of, most captives do. If you want to, be my guest, because all parts of, because it's all part of the game. Now let's discuss talking. You cannot talk. You cannot speak unless being given permission to. I believe that the rule... I believe that... Hold on. I believe that rule gets more bitches in trouble than anything else because they can't keep their damn mouth shut. They always want to whine, beg, plead, try to talk me into turning them loose. I used to listen to it. I don't anymore, though. I enjoy blessed silence. Around here, your mouth is for sucking, not talking. Around here, the only time I ever want to hear you initiate speech is if you have to use the restroom, and you will learn to do it properly. Master, may I please use the restroom? Or mistress, may I please use the restroom? In response, we will ask you what you need to do. If you have to pee, you say pee master or pee mistress. If you have to crap, you say crap master or crap mistress. It will be done that way because quite often you will be in heavy, heavy restraints, a lot of straps on your body, chains around your wrists and ankles, and a bunch of other stuff that's uh, time-consuming and hard to get loose. If you have to pee, we'll use a bedpan. If you have to shit, you may have you may have to hold it a while. Whatever the case, we need to know. And if you definitely need to tell and you definitely need to tell us because if you make a mess, you're going to be punished. And if you have to, and you will have to clean it up. Now I've covered the basic I've covered the basics pretty thoroughly. You now know to keep your mouth shut and not try to talk. You know the proper way to say yes, master or mistress, and you know that what you're expected to do and act upon the response to the commands. If you can learn to do all of that, there will not be a great deal of punishment. We will get along pretty good. Part 5. I'll tell you what else this guy gets off on. Listen to his self-fucking talk. Mm -hmm. Like, this, this is, is ramblings and ramblings and ramblings. And it's like, I could give two fucks. You know, I, I just, thought about going through this and just highlighting, like, I don't want to say, like, the important parts, but, yeah. like, the more fucked up parts. But then I thought... You really can't, the whole thing needs to be heard yeah. to fully grasp. Just, you did think, this guy used a cassette tape front and back of just him. Because he likes to hear, he likes, yeah. Go ahead. There's part a lot five. more. There's not a whole lot more. There's like two more. I don't have very much left. There's going to, all right, part five. There's going to be a lot of other things done to your body besides just fucking and sucking. But for that, for the most part, you'll either be in stringent bondage or strapped down on a gynecology table. You won't be able to struggle or resist anyway. Now you're going to be required to learn fast. Training is not one of my favorite things to do, and I prefer fucking around with a slave that's already trained. I've already given you the basics, so there's not much more to learn. But until you accept the fact that you are a slave, you're going to have problems with it. Remember that each time you fuck up, you're going to be punished. And, after all, it's happened a few times. You're going to really dread it. Some girls tend to be a little rebellious. I sure as hell wouldn't advise that, because it will get you in serious trouble. Here, you definitely need to be docile. You're not in any position to be otherwise. We've done this so many times and that we know exactly what it's like to do with a slave. We, don't go, we won't go out of our way to brutalize a girl, but, and if you don't give us any trouble, we won't do any more to your body than is necessary to satisfy our sexual needs. Initially, when we've got a new girl in the playroom, you're kind of like a kid with a new toy. You are fresh and exciting and we're going to spend a lot of time playing with you. Later, after the newness wears off, Things will settle into something of a routine. We'll only be spending three or four hours each day in the playroom with you. You're going to have, right, 
You're going to have a lot of free time to rest, sleep, watch TV, or whatever. If you're acting halfway decent, you'll be left in a reasonably comfortable position so you can relax. As far as sex goes, your mistress is going to want to have her pussy eaten a couple times a day. For my part, I like getting off in a slave twice and sometimes three times each day, usually in her mouth or in her asshole. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be sticking my dick in your cunt once in a while, too. But for the most part, when I use that hole, it's going to be with uh, large dildos. We're going to be in and out of the room several times each day, but you will have a lot of free time. Now, i got to tell you that there's another side to the coin. Once in a while, we'll get a, we will get a bitch that is resentful, rebellious, won't mind, uncooperative. That doesn't work here. I'm sure you realize you're on thin ice. As long as you have as long as you have chains on your body, don't try either one of us. It's an extremely dangerous thing to do because if necessary, I'm capable of doing things to your body and torturing you in ways that you can't even imagine. The playroom is equipped with a full set of surgical instruments that I have that I have had on occasion to use and will again use if necessary. I've already told you what will happen if you bite. To be completely safe here, you have to be docile. If you should accidentally or otherwise scratch, hurt, or kick either one of us, you could be in very serious trouble. I'm sure that you want to survive this experience, and I want you to also. But you are expendable, and it's no big deal to go out and snatch a replacement. It may sound harsh and cold, but if you give us too much trouble, or if you pose any kind of threat to us, I won't have any qualms about. I won't have any qualms at all about slicing your throat. Like I said before, I don't like killing the girls that we that we bring here, but occasionally things happen. What can I say? I would really hate to have to dump that pretty little body off in a canyon somewhere to rot. I'm not trying to scare you. That's just the way it is. And that was the end of uh, our first side of the tape. So this is part six. Wow. I just, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. I, he just keeps going. I know, because he just keeps repeating the same shit over and over. That'd be docile. Yeah. Part six. Be nice, keep your mouth shut, learn the rules and survive. We are into S&M and you're going to be hurt a little, but everything we do to a girl is designed to cause pain, not injury. There's a big difference. No matter how painful it is, nothing that we plan to do to your body will cause any serious or permanent damage. I'm not lying to you or trying to make it sound easier because that would be pointless. I'm just telling you like it is. That's the way we do things, that's the way it's going to be, unless we have problems with you. I've already told you that you're going to be whipped lightly for pleasure. The electroshock will be used lightly for pleasure. Most of the other nasty little things we're going to do, for the most part, will be done in, on your breasts, nipples, in between your legs. The lady is fortunate. She can get off at any time. She just likes to be a little sadistic with a slave once in a while. In my case, I cannot get off with a girl unless I hurt her first. That's basically the reason I'm into rape and slavery and the reason that you're going to be subjected to a certain amount of pain. Mostly what we do to a captive is stick needles in her breasts and through her nipples, through her cunt lips, through her clit. And I'm also into stretching certain things. Clamps with long nylon cords on each one will occasionally be put on your cunt lips so you can so your pussy can be kept pulled open, mm. and they're also going to be attached to your nipples. The nylon cords will be put through ceiling rings or rings on each side of the table and pulled very tight to stretch your tits. Occasionally, your clit will be clamped and stretched, and we're going to be using dildos. The dildos are going to be used a lot more than anything else, and consequently, what you're going to have the most as and consequently, what you're going to have the most trouble with are the dildos. Many of them are long, very large in diameter, and very painful while they're being forced in. Your mistress will use them in your pussy, and I like to use them in both holes. Actually, that pretty well covers it. There's going to be a few other little things that we do, nothing of any greater consequence, and not often just variety. As far as needles goes, they'll always be sterilized. The clamps are going to hurt like a motherfucker. 
but they won't cause any permanent injury. They don't even break the skin. As far as the dildos go, both of those holes between your legs will stretch a hell of a lot. It'll hurt, but they'll stretch. Your pussy is designed for a baby to come out of it, <clears throat> and we won't be using anything bigger than that. Fuck. The really large ones will not be used in your butt. I don't want to stretch that hole so big that it's not usable for fucking. Anyway, that pretty much well covers part of it. Let's see, what have I missed? Um, let's talk about something. Every once in a while, we get a screamer. Some bitch that just wants to scream all the time, and it definitely gets him in trouble, because it gets on, it, it gets on my nerves. Very shortly, that gag is going to be removed. And since we live in an isolated area, so screaming is not usually a problem. In the playroom, it's not much of a problem at all because of the soundproofing, but it does irritate the fuck out of me. There's a time and a place. Occasionally, I like to hear a bitch scream, but usually not. The only thing that screaming is going to get you around here is a lot of punishment. And if you do it habitually, I will just keep, I will just keep a ball gag in your mouth all the time. It'll only be taken out for you to eat and suck. I've already told you about talking. Don't try to initiate conversation. Don't say anything. You will be punished. If you're a smoker, now's a good time to quit. I'm not going to buy your cigarettes, and if you ask for one, the only thing you're going to get is a few whip marks. Remember, when you're asked a question, you say, yes, master, or no, master. If you have to go to the restroom, it's master or mistress. May I please go to the restroom? Anytime that you are given a command, always acknowledge the order verbally and obey the order. That's not too difficult. A bright little thing that, <clears throat> a bright little thing like you should be able to learn real fast. There are going to be times when you are under a, where you are under stress, a certain amount of stress, and you may forget. But that's no excuse. Each time you fuck up, you're going to be punished. After you've been here a few days, it'll eventually become automatic, and there will be no longer be a problem. I realize that after a while, when I take that gag off, you're really going to want to try to talk to me. Talk to me into turning you loose and such. It's because with your wrists and ankles chained, your mouth is the only defense you have. But don't even, but do not do it. It won't work and it will bring serious punishment. Your first day here is not going to be too difficult. There won't be any serious dungeon games. Your training has already been initiated, so you'll have to be very careful of what you say and how you act. But for the most part, there's going to be a little exploring. We will become very familiar with your body and do a little fucking and sucking. We may tease you a little bit with some of our more humane toys, but nothing serious. That's going to be kind of an adjustment period. Don't say anything. Don't struggle or resist no matter what we do because we're going to start enforcing the rules immediately. Now later on, I'm going to be asking you a bunch of questions. Since I'm going to be questions, since I'm going to be caring for your body for the next month or two or three, there are certain things I need to know. I have prepared a questionnaire that I'll fill out with each new captive. Some of the questions are going to be embarrassing, but you should answer them truthfully and completely. You damn well better. I don't want to catch you in a lie. The questions will be in reference to your physical condition, any medical conditions I need to be aware of, medications, sex habits, sexual preferences, any childbirth you might have had, period dates, and so forth. Now your training has already started. Each time I ask you one of these questions on the questionnaire, there's going to be a proper way to answer it, which I'll tell you about in a few minutes. While we go through the questionnaire, you're going to be strapped down on the gynecology table. Your feet will be in the stirrups and your knees will be pulled wide apart with everything exposed. I like to keep a girl that way while she's answering the questions so I can examine and uh, verify anything she might tell me which would affect or use, which will affect her use as a sex slave. If you do have any kind of medical condition, by all means, let me know. We'll discuss it. We may make adjustments. We won't turn you loose, but we may make adjustments. We're probably going to be starting this questionnaire here pretty soon. You'll be naked, as I said. She'll be strapped down on a gynecology table. You can't wiggle or squirm around. You'll be talking quite a bit, answering questions, so I'm sure that we'll start your speech training at the same time. Consequently, before we start the questionnaire, two small electrical clamps will be put on your nipples. Each time a question is asked, you will respond properly. 
For instance, if I ask you how old you are, you will respond by saying, Master, I'm 19 years old. Answer the question completely and say nothing else. If the question requires a yes or no answer, say yes, master, or no, master. And if I ask you your period date, you say, master, my period is so-and-so. If I ask you about childbirth, you say, no, master, or master, I had a baby a year ago, or whatever. Always start each sentence by saying, master, and take your time. We're not going to be in any hurry. Think about what you're going to say before you say it, because each time you fuck up, I'm going to press a little button and send a few thousand volts of electricity straight through your nipples, right down into your tits. You are in training, so it will just be a quick blast. I'm not going to hold it down and torture you, but each time you screw up, it's going to be a little bit worse. So take your time. Answer the questions properly. I'm not going to punish you. We're not going to be in any hurry. Think about each thing you're going to say and make damn sure that you start your sentence with master. If you get through that okay, get your speech down pat, keep your mouth shut and don't give us any trouble, then the first day is going to be real pleasant for everybody. I'm going to put some dildos in those holes between your legs, but they will not be big ones. Basically, I want to become very familiar with your sex organs and the size of the holes. All girls are different. During the course of the day, you're going to be raped several times, but that's no big deal. The second day, after you get totally familiar with the rules and procedures, we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. A lot of it will not, be will not be very pleasant for you, but you might as well get used to it because it's going to be like that for a while. Eventually, things will settle down a bit. Then, just take it day by day. Well, I believe I've told you everything that I can. I cannot predict the future. I cannot predict changes of procedure. But if this tape is being played for you, I have to assume that it is still reasonably accurate, and I can only give you advice. Be smart and be a survivor. Don't ever scream. Don't talk without permission. Be very quiet. Be docile and obedient. And, by all means, show some proper fucking respect. Have a nice day. In, in tape. So I also wrote on here that there are many women alive today that have, that were his victims, but have no idea that's even happened to him due to the mixture of memory erasing drugs he that's made. That's good. That's probably the best thing he did. Yeah. Because who would want to fucking remember that? Like, it's just... Well, it's just crazy that there are so many women out there that don't know... Look, I'm this absolutely to them. disgusted. Like, oh, I... fuck yeah. I have no words to really say about this, mm -hmm. and I knew... I totally forgot. I knew we was going to record today, mm -hmm. and I totally forgot that this was your story because I was having yeah. such a great day I today. About all the and you have kind of like taken a shit all over it because <laughs> now I am super just. Well, I only have three more things to say about it. I'm glad he's dead. Right. That's the one thing I have to say. And I've seen a picture of him. You're a, he was a he's nasty ugly, looking motherfucker. Nasty, yeah, just like. He talks so smart, like he's just the sexual conquistador or something. Like, you don't know shit. Like, you're a piece shit. of fucking shit. And the things you did to these women is horrendous. And you deserve to die. And I'm glad you're dead. And the other bitch is getting out of prison. And fuck her. Preach. Yeah. Like, this, she shouldn't be out. She shouldn't be getting out. And if she's out already, <laughs> fuck you. If you listen to this, fuck you. That's right. Come find me. Cheers. All right. <laughs> So I, I told you before, he was never charged with any murder because no bodies were found. Yeah. But he did kill multiple women. Well, yeah. And that chick said that they would hack them up, take them out different parts of the desert where he lived, just burn them. So by that time, there's nowhere, there's nothing to find. What? On the damn fly? Yeah, there it went. The, oh, I didn't get it. Sorry. So... During this, like, once he was arrested, he never showed any remorse or guilt. He died of a heart attack while incarcerated. Cindy Hindi will be, re will be released soon. How she old is, is she? I'd say by now she's, like, in her 50s. 
Oh, so yeah. still young enough to kick my ass, probably. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, 50s, mid-50s. Great. I don't know. I'll Great. look it up. So Cindy Hindy will be released soon, and she is definitely a potential threat and was ranked 16 out of 22 on Dr. On doc, fuck, on Dr. Michael Stone's ranking of Most Evil. What? Uh, what? No. So that show, Most Evil, that I love? Yeah. Dr. Michael Stone interviewed her. Okay. And analyzed her, and she was ranked a 16 out of 22. 22 is the highest evil that you can get. And she was a 16. Because she, which is a number 16 is a psychopath with tendencies to commit heinous crimes. You just called her out, that's fine. But Ray was a 22 out of 22. So he's like, he's the most evil. And that is the end of my story. That concludes the Toy Box Killers, David Parker Ray, and Cindy motherfucking Hindi. I mean, you did a great job, but, you know, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's over, too. And you know what? We're going at, like, an hour and a half. We should just tell a joke and wrap it up. Go light off some fireworks. Well, I'm sorry that you guys have been put through this, but if you lasted that long, it's because you really wanted to hear it. I hope I did okay. To be honest, I didn't want to hear all that. It's like disgusting. It yeah. It's disgusting. Uh, it's we got dead I, air going. I mean, okay, I right, just don't so, have a lot to say. Like, it's just what do you say? Like, the people, it's fucking horrible. I'm glad there are survivors, and like, well, only two of the people that are survivors know what happened to them. Yeah, and you know that's what's fucked up. But the ones that know that, like, I can't even imagine. I can't. I can't even put myself in their shoes. Like, they're those are they're the strongest women I know. Like, I don't yeah, know well, them, but it's like. The worst part for me, I think, was making the, his dog fuck him. And then watching it. Like, how do you watch The that? most horrendous part to me was all of it. Well, yeah, like, yeah, Like, they're yeah, just but... not even... He doesn't even look at him as people. Like, you're just... You're oh, a, no. You're a hole. You're a hole. Yeah, that's it. And it's... That's not... These people are fucking people. Like, they're people. And they're just... Normal fucking lives, and you come in there and you just destroy it. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Yeah. I I feel terrible for for the women that's had to go through this. I just. Mm. I mean, on the on the plus side, they don't know what happened to them, which is terrifying. But I mean, I did read something, and I don't know how true it is, but the police showed. Because they found a video when they caught him. Oh, yeah, yeah. They found a video. Now, don't hold me to any of this because I don't know how true it is because I didn't research this story. It's 100% true. But um, the cop, like, they found a video of this woman that had a very distinctive tattoo, and they somehow found the woman. And since he shot him up with all these drugs and stuff and she forgot, well, they played her the video. And she didn't know. That's mm. and then when they played her the video, it like it brought it back. Then she's then she knew. So it's not like they have no recollection of it. I felt well, they don't. It's but it's like by drugs. It's hidden. Yeah. Like it's it's something. It's deep in there, and you don't realize it's there until there's like a trigger or some shit. That's how like we were talking about PTSD. Yeah, that's kind of like how that is. You don't realize that you're being affected by something until you're in a position that yeah, reminds you well, of... See, I don't know if it's true about the cops showing her the video. Like, I feel like I read that. But if that's the case, then those cops fucked up. Because then they, they ruined... Like, they fucked that girl up. Obviously, Dave Ray Parker did. Right. But them showing her the video would be... 
super traumatizing. Right, on the thing. I, I don't know. That might not be true. It might not be true entirely. I mean, it sounds... It sounds... So... Something that fucking cops would do by accident, like, not really thinking about it, you know, but like, hey, is this you? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, so that's... That's the toy box killer. I mean, if you want to see, like, pictures and shit, you can go online and just Google. And look at his ugly mug. You can look at his ugly-ass self. The girl, Cindy Hendy, you know, back when all this happened in the 90s, she was really pretty. She looks like shit now and got a big old stab mark in her throat, in her neck. But, you know, Cynthia Vigil, the chick that made it out, fuck yeah. Like, what a brave, brave woman. I don't know. It kind of put me in a weird mood. <laughs> it did. Like, not, uh, yeah. we're up here talking about it like that. People really, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. I've, yeah, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. I mean, sorry to drop all that horrible shit and then be like, bye, but let's just go blow up some shit. I don't, I do have two knock-knock jokes. Go ahead. We need something. Knock-knock. <laughs> Who's there? Weirdo. Weirdo who? Where do you think you're going? (laughs) 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 All right. Knock, knock. God damn it. Knock, knock. No one's home. No. No. Who's there? (laughs) Ben. Ben who? Been away for a while, but I'm back now. I'm back, bitches. (laughs) I'm back, bitches. Uh. (laughs) Slam, bam, I'm feeling all right. Oh, man. Trouble's taking hike in the blink of an eye. All right, let's well, let's go, guys. Well, tune in next week. We have an awesome guest, Chad. We're gonna talk about aliens and shit. But right now, let's just go celebrate the fourth on the fifth. Fuck, toy box call- c- killers fucked me up. Uh, yeah. All right, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Like I don't. I'm just at a loss of words, and I feel like what words I said were. Pers- they're pretty harsh. Yeah. Like, all right. I don't know. You Thank know, you for listening. If you we, have anything, email us. Dead, Dead Academy Podcast at Gmail. Anything. Like, we want to hear your stories. You have a, you know, a home state murder, a weird paranormal experience that happened. Have you ever seen a ghost? Like, we want to hear about all this shit. Email us, deadacademypodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook. Don't even you can mention. Shoot me a text on my or give me a call at five one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Don't call me. Don't mention Instagram either because it's not fucking ready. Yeah, not Instagram yet, but um, we do check our email and stuff uh, every so day. We'll be here next Friday with another gut blasting recording. You guys have a swell weekend. Weekend. Yeah. yeah well, I don't know when we're going to upload this, but we need to upload it tonight. Okay, well, then you guys have a great 4th of July weekend. Yeah, have a great weekend. Be careful with your boom booms. We love you. Be careful. No burns. Do not blow up any houses. Oh, and if you Drink responsibly. Responsibly. Right. Yeah, there you go. And if you have fireworks that are like duds that end up not working right, uh, put them in water and then throw them away. It's totally okay to do that. That's a tip from us to you. Well, tips from a pyrotechnic given to us that we were passing down to Whatever. you. Tips from us to you. Don't throw duds. Throw them in the... Suds. Suds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't toss the duds. Put them in some suds. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, I'm going to go drink a beer. And 
try to cheer up because you get high as fuck and celebrate my, my freedom. You ruined my day. Everyone. Later, Tater. Later. That's my word. Oh, See ya. See ya.